As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 10.50 a.m. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and KCCountryJunction.com. KCAA Loma Linda. 10.50 a.m. 106.5 FM. And now 102.3 FM. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. Do you have a debt problem? Are you being sued for an unpaid debt? Is your paycheck being garnished or your bank account emptied out? Do you feel like you're running out of options? The Fullman Firm is your friendly local law firm next door and has helped thousands of people just like you. Give us a call at 833-FULLMAN and see if we can help you too. It's a free confidential consultation. You have nothing to lose. For debts above $7,000, give us a call at 833-FULLMAN or check out FullmanFirm.com. That's 833-F-U-L-L-M-A-N. The Fullman Firm. Let our lawyers get you on the path to financial freedom. The proceeding is not intended as a guarantee or estimate of the outcome of your case. Every case is unique and past results are not indicators of the success of your case. Take control of your financial future and call 833-FULMAN or visit FullmanFirm.com now. This is an NBC News Radio special report, the coronavirus. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says the Senate Majority Leader's idea of letting large states like his declare bankruptcy due to a lack of revenue linked to the coronavirus crisis is one of the dumbest of all time. Cuomo accuses GOP Senator Mitch McConnell of not wanting to fund state governments because it would primarily help Democrats. People died. 15,000 people died in New York. But they were predominantly Democrats. So why should we help them? The House is nearing a vote on a small business aid bill. The measure would pump more money into a popular small business loan fund that has run dry. A potential COVID-19 drug reportedly is showing disappointing results in testing. The Financial Times reports Gilead's remdesivir is not living up to expectations. ESPN NFL draft expert Todd McShay is announcing his coronavirus diagnosis today on draft day. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio. 
California Headline News, Governor Gavin Newsom announced today he has signed an executive order to stop debt collectors from taking those $1,200 economic impact payments from the federal government. The executive order denies the ability for debt collectors to garnish your CARES Act dollars. Uh, It's also retroactive. So if you're a debt collector and you did garnish uh, those contributions, those checks, you got to give them back. He also announced a deal with many major student loan providers to give 90 days of relief for borrowers. Los Angeles County today announced an additional 68 people have died from COVID-19 in the past 24 hours, bringing the total in the county to 797. Nearly 1,100 new positive cases have also been recorded in L.A. County. And with fewer people driving, there's less demand for gasoline, and that's pushing pump prices down in California. The average down gasoline in California sits around $2.78. That's down six cents from a week ago, 42 cents from a month ago, and a whole dollar and 25 cents from a year ago. Steve Clawson, California News. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There will be parties again soon and family gatherings. There'll be parades and sporting events and concerts to help our communities when they come back together respond to the 2020 census now. Spend a few minutes online today to impact the next 10 years of healthcare, infrastructure, and education. Respond online today to make America's tomorrow brighter. Shape your future. Start here at 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. KCAA. Are you ready for a new experience? To see life from another point of view. New hope, new expression, new joy. This is your radio hour. Welcome to Viewpoint with Father John. And welcome. You're tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or you can listen from anywhere in the world at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John. I am your host, Father John Reed. Just as a reminder, you can follow us on both Instagram and Facebook. Just go to Viewpoint with Father John. And I do get your messages. So I do appreciate the things that you send me, some of the photos, some of the updates on what's going on in your life, too. And and, uh, those of you who are really suffering from this coronavirus, uh, you know, thank you that you share with me where you are, your fears, your hopes, your dreams, and I want you to know that I do pray for you when you request those prayers. I, I consider it an honor that you would allow me to be a part of your life and what's going on. So, uh, yeah, definitely do follow up with us and, and continue to follow us on both Facebook and Instagram. Also, if you miss any of the shows, you can go to YouTube and just in the search bar put Viewpoint with Father John KCAA and you can see any of our shows over the last two years. All of God's children are endowed with extraordinary purpose and ability. I'm on a quest to help as many as possible in fully realizing their divinely inspired potential. Disposing of false narratives and embracing genuineness inspires clarity of purpose. My role is to help overcome self-imposed limitations in realizing one's spiritual potential. And brothers and sisters, for those of you who are looking for a good pharmacy to use, particularly now during this health crisis, I personally recommend Claremont Pharmacy in the city of Claremont. It's on the corner of Indian Hill Boulevard and Arrow Highway. This establishment is owned and operated by Dr. Nikki Ho, who is a personal friend of mine. She's been handling my pharmaceutical needs for over the last three years. And I'll tell you what, I'm in good hands. Uh, when I need my diabetic medicines, I know I'm getting the right stuff, and I know that I'm getting it in the right amount because she takes good care of me. And when it's time for refills, she's already on top of it with my doctor and making sure that everything's sent over before I even need it. So I highly recommend Claremont Pharmacy in the city of Claremont. And when you go there, please tell her that Father John said hello. And... You know, for the local businesses, you know, I I hope when we do get up and running, which is going to take some time, if we're going to be smart about this, remember to shop locally. 
these people have been there for us for a long time, and it's time that we're there for them. We're in this together, brothers and sisters. It's no longer I, it's we. And that's what community is all about. It saddens me that at this point, we're at confirmed cases in the United States, 890,000 and going a little bit above. Now, the numbers I get, I get from John Hopkins University because they are the best resource for your numbers. The current numbers before I went on air were for deaths, confirmed deaths in the United States was 50,171, excuse me, 177 deaths. Uh, this is no joke. This isn't about politics. This isn't about left or right. This is about we have a real pandemic here, kids, and we got to start acting smart about this instead of being political about it. And unfortunately, we were having problems getting everyone to know that. Just in L.A. County alone, uh, there have now been 797 deaths. That's L.A. County. That's just L.A. County. So that's a local area. I, I'm sorry I didn't get the numbers for San Bernardino County. Uh, I, I was fooling around a little too much before going on air, and, and uh, so I, I didn't realize how close to the clock I was going. So I apologize. That was my bad. Nobody else in the station. I, I, I was the bad producer on that one. <laughs> so I'll take the blame for it, and I'll find someone to point fingers at later. Tonight, I want to take a little different spiritual approach on our, if you want to take it, a life disclosure lesson, a spiritual lesson. And I want to talk a little bit about the difference between having an arrangement with God and having a relationship with God, because they're two different things. Now, you've heard me say many times on the show that religion could either be the greatest catalyst to faith or the greatest obstacle, depending on how it's used or even how it's taught. Remember, uh, the church is made up of human beings, our frailties, our egos, and some of our successes too. But keep in mind, we sometimes with our personalities get it wrong and you know we're not everybody's cup of tea you don't have to go to church to find god and you can go to church and sometimes not find god you know even though god's with you the whole way it's kind of like, kind of like looking for your glasses when you're wearing them god's already there but we're searching because we look the one he's the one place we don't look and that's inside so we're going to talk a little about that tonight and I'm going to be reading a few things from one of my favorite books. I use this on retreats I lead quite often. It's called Love Poems from God, 12 Sacred Voices from the East and West. And um, take my glasses off so I can read here. It's from Dan Danielle Landinsky. I'm sorry, Danielle. I know I always mess up your name every time I give you a name. But I have the excuse of being dyslexic. But I want to start with one of my favorite poems, which gets us into just where we're starting with this. And let me put my page finder back on the other one I was going to use later. Okay, there you go. I'm a mess tonight, Frank. I just really am. <laughs> Frank's been trying to get me ready to go on air for the last half hour, and poor guy, you know, sending me signals through the glass, and I'm, uh, I'm acting like something that rhymes with that. Anyhow, this poem is called Hey. The grass beneath a tree is, con is content and silent. A squirrel holds an acorn in its praying hands, offering thanks, it looks like. The nut tastes great, tastes sweet, excuse me. I bet the prayer spiced it up somehow. The broken shells fall on the grass, and the grass looks up and says, Hey! And a squirrel looks down and says, Hey! I've been saying hey lately, too, to God. Formalities just weren't working. What are we talking about? When we approach God, sometimes I, I, I think we can, I don't know about you, but sometimes I can do this. Approach God almost like God's a parent that is looking to scold me for something I've done, whether I know what it is or not. And it's hard to be in love with a God that you're afraid of. And so we get formal with prayers. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I, as a priest, I get a lot of people saying, I, I don't know how to pray. People say that to me all the time. Well, a prayer is simply a conversation with God. It's simply realizing that this that has created you loves you 
and enjoys hearing from you. But sometimes we pray out of guilt. We pray because we're told, you have to pray. Or what? <laughs> What's the or what? That's not what God is looking for. God's looking for relationship. And so when we're praying because we think we have to, we're talking about arrangement. Just like there's a difference between faith and superstition. I'll get into that later on in the show. But an arrangement, really, excuse me, a, an arrangement with God looks something like this. You know, God, I've been a good boy or a good girl. I've done all the things I was told to do by the adults. And I, I went to church every time I was supposed to go to church. I made my bed every time I was supposed to make my bed. Uh, I said the right prayers according to the religion. So you have to let me into heaven. Okay. Or because I did this, you have to heal Aunt Betty, who is not doing well. Or you have to get me the right job because I did all these things. That's an arrangement. Okay. It's tit for tat. I did this, so I expect that. Okay. Or I've been bad, so I expect you're going to punish me. That's a big one. People really don't really look at the fact that that's also an arrangement, not a relationship. I've done something bad or someone else has done something bad, so we expect God to strike them down or put nails in front of their tires or something. Or, you know, mysteriously put sugar in their gas tank. That was a thing in the 70s, sorry. <laughs> People would do that to each other, put sugar in their gas tank, and it would, you know, jam up the engine. We use As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So you call it sweet revenge. And so, yeah, I, I ran around with some rough kids. Sorry, guys. These are all arrangements. They have nothing to do with relationship. Let me compare it with a relationship with somebody that you're in love with. When you have somebody you're in love with, what do you do? You look for their happiness. And you know they're looking for your happiness. You want them to know that every day is more exciting because they're in it. And you see in their eyes that their day is more exciting because you're in it. That's a relationship. A relationship, you're allowed to have questions. You're allowed to have doubts. You're allowed to say, I don't know. Can you show me? You're allowed to have misunderstandings. Because, you know, somewhere down the road, you know, you can talk it out. You don't have to be afraid to ask questions. You know, I, I see people who say never question God and, and they're afraid to. Well, a God like that for me, I'm just going to say it, is too small. If God's not big enough to be able to handle a few questions, do I have a God or do I have a tyrant? I think it's an important question to ask ourselves. I think sometimes we have a relationship with God that's of a tyrant. We're, we're terrified to do anything wrong. So we do everything to be a good child. You particularly see this with people who grew up with great abuse. It's not so much that they love their parents as they're terrified of their parent. And so they do everything they can to be a good child. And they mistake terror for love. It's not love. It's terror. You're trying to do everything you can. You're trying to be affectionate, get on the good side so you don't get another beating. So you don't get another screaming match. And that's not the relationship God is looking for us with us, looking for with us, excuse me. And 
if God is like Jesus describes God and Muhammad describes God and Buddha describes God and Krishna describes God, they all describe God as a constant reaching out and pulling us towards because God loves us so much that God can't stand to be away from us, to be separated from us for in any way, shape, or form. And so tonight I hope we'll look a little bit at uh, what it means to have a relationship with God, what it means to have a relationship with each other, because if I refuse to have a relationship with you, I can't have a relationship with God, because God is expressed through people. You've heard me say it thousands of times on the show. One of my favorite quotes from uh, is when uh, Jean Valjean says, to love another person is to see the face of God. And that's true. Khalil Gibran says, when you love, do not say that God is in my heart, but rather I'm in the heart of God. So it doesn't matter what religion you take it from. All of them point towards this relationship with God being based on love, not fear, not terror. Not abused child with an abusing parent. So there's a lot to consider here. A whole lot to consider. And, you know, I am glad God's a lot nicer than we are. Isn't it funny how we think that God should hate the same people we hate, should have the same prejudice we do? Uh, God should see things the way we see them, and then this world would be just right. You know, I sure am glad that God is a lot deeper than I am. And a lot of you should be glad that God's a lot deeper than I am, too, because for some of you, that may not work out so good, because my ego gets involved, and God's beyond the ego. In fact, a lot of us use ego as an acronym for edging God out. And so as we go to our first commercial break, let's... I'm, I'm going to leave you with this thought, and we'll come back to it. A relationship is sacred. A relationship, we work back and forth. A relationship is something that happens with both parties involved. You're listening to Viewpoint with Father John. We'll be back in 90 seconds. The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org. www.4pfp, as in personalfuneralplanning.org. Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning veteran-owned and operated, helping you plan a personal, lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. Do you love to dine out and travel? Then join me, the number one food critic, Alan Borgen, host of the Let's Dine Out TV show on PBS every Saturday at 4 p.m. for the new Let's Dine Out radio show on KCAA 1050 AM. Along with my co-host, Isabel Bussey, we will be reviewing local restaurants, interviews with culinary professionals, review new cooking products, cookbooks, plus so much more, including giving away free gift certificates. That's the new Let's Dine Out radio show right here on KCAA 1050 AM every Saturday at 4 p.m. Happy eating! And welcome back. You're tuned to KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or on the World Wide Web at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John. I am your host, Father John Reed. Quick shout out to the best engineer in the business. How you doing, Frank? Yeah, you got you over there in, there, in the uh, big booth there. Hey, Father John. I'm Good. sitting in my throne here. 
Yeah, easy now. You know, wash your hands. You know. <laughs> and, uh, hey, you, you just produced a new song, didn't you? I did. Tell me about it. It is, uh, I have two coming out next week. One is with a wonderful singer named Nicole Noel. Okay. Um, and one is just an instrumental, but I'm really excited about them. They're just electronic songs. <laughs> Where can um, people uh, hear them? They'll uh, be out everywhere next uh, April 30th and May 1st. They'll be out on all streaming platforms. Um, you can just look up my name, Frank Pirolo, P-I-R-O-L-O. M-O-U-S-E. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, and I have a few songs on there already, too, so if you want to look, they can. Absolutely. Well, I've heard some of his music, and, and Brothers and Sisters, it's good. He's very Aww, talented. and thank you. He, uh, <laughs> it's called Electro... What was what, it called, that format? Um, well, it's like I make it, you know, on the computer and with synthesizers. Right? Like They call it like EDM or electronic music, but it's, I try to keep it a little bit different than just stereotypical music, you know? Right. Um. But not always successfully. You know, sometimes it's just kind of typical music. But um, I like to express myself through music, and it's fun. So Me too. I play a mean chopsticks on the piano. Oh, <laughs> but uh, you should tune in for that. <laughs> hey, well, thanks a lot, Frank. And, and well, Frank does a great job for us. And uh, When we left, we are talking about the relationship with God. And a healthy relationship, what does that look like? A healthy relationship is based on love and respect. Going both ways. And that's a foreign idea to some people. They don't realize, well, God respects me too. Well, yes. That's why you have free will. While God is always pulling you to love God, God wants it to be of your free will that you love God, not because you have to love God. Okay? And one of the things that are misunderstood, you hear when someone's going through something, oh, God's just testing you, you know, like like God doesn't know that you can do this already. God already knows. When we do get anything that could be considered a test, it's not it's not for God's knowledge. It's for our knowledge that we can see we can do things that we didn't know that we can do. So it's never a punishment or because God is just wondering, gee, I wonder if they can do that. God already knows. God's the great designer. But all healthy relationships are based in love, and, and which brings me to the next poem I want to share with you and um, get to the right page here because I'm funny that way. And this poem is called Love Does That. All day long, a little girl labors, sometimes with heavy loads on her back and sometimes with just worries about things that bother only girls. And worries, as we know, can be more exhausting than physical labor. Once in a while, a kind monk comes to her stable and brings a pair. But more than that, he looks into the burl's eyes and touches her ears. And for a few seconds, the burl is free and even seems to laugh. Because love does that. Love frees. That's what I'm talking about with our relationship with God. When we have a healthy relationship with God, it's freeing. It's not binding us down. It's not something that makes life harder. It makes life more creative, more enjoyable, uh, more uh, illuminated. Now, that doesn't mean if we have a relationship with God, there's never dark places. There are. We need as much dark as we do light. Case in point, we have day and night. Could you imagine it was always day? My goodness, just the idea exhausts me. We need the peace and the tender kiss of night where we can sleep. And I think one of the areas where we've really lost our way as humanity, this is just one point of view, is I I think that we've made so many ways of of illuminating the night with with, um, man-made light that we've lost our way in our natural patterns of life. I really think that we're meant to follow the sun. I mean, some unnatural light is okay. We, we need it for some things, but we've become so afraid of the dark that uh, we're actually damaging the environment with too much uh, non-natural light. Uh, now, don't take my word for it. There's a lot of studies you can look up that show that. In fact, for a while, uh, in the mid-80s, 
uh, early 90s, they found that there was a, a certain type of light they were using in some cities for street lights. And they couldn't figure out why the trees were dying. Well, the reason it turns out the trees were dying was these lights were too much like daylight, sunlight. And the trees weren't able to rest. I didn't know that trees needed to rest. They do. They need the night rest. And because they weren't getting that, they were actually dying. They were becoming diseased from it. Which makes me wonder, do we do the same thing? I mean, we're made out of the same stuff trees are. Everything in the universe is made out of the same stuff. You, stardust is what you're made of. Uh, I can prove that scientifically, <laughs> you know, and NASA will tell you that as well. But all the scientists are showing us that we're made of, everything in the universe is made of the same component. Imagine that. Which means that which you're looking for, you've been made with. I'll let that sink in for a moment because it's really quite prophetic. Don't just pass that off. What you've been looking for, you've been made with. It's inside you. It's part of you. It's, you're, you're connected to it on a cellular level. So to have that relationship is to realize that to have a relationship with God, you don't have to try to get good. What I would say is helpful is to be authentic. What does that look like? Authentic means finding out who you really are. What do you like? What do you not like? Look, everything's created by God, but we don't necessarily like everything. And we're not all going to like the same things. You know, I don't like liver and onions. I know a few people who do. They think it's wonderful. I don't understand it. I question their spirituality, but, but they do. They think it's wonderful. I know I'm going to get some notes about that one. Come on, kids, lighten up. And so have a little fun with me tonight. But, you know, there, there's some, some things I really enjoy that other people don't. doesn't mean one of us is wrong and the other one's right. It's just God is very expressive in many different ways. And to think that God only loves one particular people of one particular religion is erroneous. It's not what Jesus said either. That's taken out of context. And uh, I'll let you do some search uh, on your own for that. Because too often we rely on clergy to say, well, look up this, look up that. And we never look for ourselves. And anything in the Bible can be taken out of uh, context and made to mean whatever we want it to mean. Uh, but search for yourself and find out if this isn't true. That's why I adore St. Francis of Assisi, and who knows how many times you've heard me relate to this, but I, I just, you know, two things that are uh, quotes of his. One is, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He told his friars, if when you're walking, you find even a piece of the Quran, you were to pick it up, you were to kiss it, and you were to place it on the altar, because it, too, is a search for God. That's one. The other thing that's attributed to St. Francis that I just adore is when he would tell his friars, go out and preach the gospel, and when necessary, use words. 
See, we are what we're giving away. If you're giving away hate, you're hate. If you're giving away love, you're love. And people don't remember what you said. They remember how you treated them, how you made them feel. That's been something that's gone down through the ages. It's the same thing with our relationship with God. You know, when we're telling God what God should be, that's not a relationship. That's back to having an arrangement. Okay, God, you're supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be like that. And I can remember in my early spiritual development, and I'm always developing spiritually, there is no getting there. There's just getting to new places along the road. And when I was early in my journey, I was on retreat with a, with a priest, and, and I believe it was Father John McAndrew who shared this with me, one of the greatest retreat masters I've ever known, and to this day he still does retreats, and if you ever see a retreat advertised that he's doing, I highly recommend going to it. The man really understands what love is about. But I was sharing with him my struggle uh, with what I'm being told by church, what I'm being told by other people, my, my experience growing up in an abusive home. And Father John told me this. He says, here's what I want you to do for the next 30 days. Every day I want you to say this prayer. God, reveal yourself to me and my life in a way that I will understand. Let me give that to you again. God, reveal, your, reveal yourself to me and my life in a way that I will understand. And then pay attention. Well, I started doing that. And what I started noticing was great acts of love. Now, when I say great acts of love, I'm not talking about romance. And romance is good, too. Don't get me wrong. That's a gift from God. But I mean the love of creation. Can a God that's damning and mean make the beautiful trees and flowers and shrubs and other plants that God has made for us to enjoy? In fact, today I was taking my walk. Yes, I did have my mask with me. I had it right in my pocket. <laughs> I did that so Frank would give me that look. I was doing my walk up Indian Hill Boulevard in Claremont, and I was noticing how beautiful the pepper trees were, how beautiful Mount Baldy was. And then when I looked, because of the fact that there's hardly any driving going on, the air was clean, and I could see Big Bear Mountain, beautiful, still has snow on Big Bear. If God was cruel and mean and all these things that some people get from religion, and I got when I was younger from some parts of religion, would God take the time to make such beautiful things, to make such a beautiful blue sky, to make the artistry of, of the clouds? I've gotten a habit of doing a couple things which help with my relationship with God. One is every evening as best I can. There's some evenings I can't because I, I'm either uh, having to do a counseling session or I have something I, I'm involved with. I can't do it. But most nights I do this. I go out and I see the sunset. And they've been gorgeous. Just gorgeous. The other thing I do is at night I go out and I look at the moon. And it's neat to watch the different stages of the moon. Now, I want to share something with you about that. And this gets back to relationship. You know, I'll show you how this comes together in a little bit. But from the time that we see the moon disappear to where it begins till we go to the, the what we call the new moon, going to the full moon, did you know there's three days of darkness? Yeah, from when we see the last sliver before we see the first sliver. Now, this is exciting because think about this. How many days was uh, Jonah in the belly of the well? Three days. How many days was Jesus in the uh, tomb for resurrection? Three days. How many days was Lazarus in the cave before he was raised by Jesus? Three days. In fact, one of my favorite lines is when Martha says to... to, uh, to uh, Jesus, he stinketh. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still 12 years old. I love that line. You know, when he talks about, you know, when he says he's going to raise Lazarus, you know, take the rock away from the front of the tomb. And, and Martha says, but he, he's been in there three days. He stinketh. <laughs> That's in the pure King James, Queen's English. Goodness. Okay, I have my entertainment with that. I'm sorry. I just, I just had to re-experience that. 
But all through nature is the three days of everything being dark and then resurrection. Let me say that again. Three days of being dark and then resurrection. What's resurrection? New life, greater life, more fulfilled life. This is part of the relationship. So if you're going through dark times, it doesn't mean you're being punished. It could mean you're getting ready to have life at a deeper level, at a greater level, at a more enlightened level. But you got to go through the three days in the tomb. You know, I, I think we really should spend more time during Easter thinking about this because we go from Good Friday to Easter and we don't think about the three days that Jesus was in the tomb. What was Jesus doing? Jesus was being in the dark by himself for three days being prepared for the new life of resurrection. We all have to go through that in our life. We all, and it's not a punishment. It's how we stand still long enough for God to get a word in edgewise. And so in the last sliver of the moon, whatever that is in our life, whatever that means to you, we are then going to have those three days of silence. Those three days of getting our bearings and not having to go anywhere or do anything but just be. Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. But what's the biggest part? Be still. In fact, there's a, a um, meditative practice that a lot of us use that we, when we start doing what we call our sitting, that's our time of quiet, we quiet our mind by doing this. We say this gently to ourselves with our inside voice. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. Be still. Be. And that starts the meditation. And then we go into the silence. Okay? And... As we get into that silence, what happens is we open up the, the uh, vortex of possibilities. Now anything's possible. There are infinite possibilities of where our life can go in this new resurrection. But we have to do that on a relationship. It isn't an arrangement. And that's where people get messed up with meditation. They say, well, I meditated this many times. I should have this experience. Not really. Not really. That's an arrangement. A relationship is where you meditate and you let whatever happens, happens. I can go for months before I get that, that second of spiritual bliss where I feel my oneness with God, my, my connectedness. Okay? And uh, it doesn't mean the other time is wasted. It's not. It takes all that time of preparation to get enough of me out of the way that I could have that second with God of conscious unity. And I will tell you that second is worth all those months that I worked up to it. But I never know when that's going to happen. And I'm not doing it just because. I'm, I do the sitting because something happens when I get out of the way. Now I'm in a better position to have a relationship with God instead of an arrangement. And God doesn't do it because I sat. The only reason I sit is so that my mind will be quiet enough I can hear God. Because God's talking to me all the time. It's just my ego makes it real hard for God to get a word in edgewise. Because it's playing all this other noise. It's playing this rock and roll on the other side of my head and the drums are loud. <laughs> the drums are really loud. So in our relationship, be willing to have a different experience. Let God be what God is, not what you think God should be. Again, going back to that prayer, God, reveal yourself to me in my life in a way that I will understand. And you can use the word God. You can do word, use the word Jesus. You can use the, the word Great Spirit. It doesn't matter. Okay? It doesn't matter what you call God. Just call God. That's, that's the idea. And speaking about relationship and arrangements, uh, Frank is looking at me like, 
you know, we have an arrangement that we better go to commercial because of our relationship with our sponsors. So we'll be back in just a few seconds. The loss of a loved one is one of the most challenging experiences in a person's life. It's hard to know where to turn to make your loved one's final arrangements. Jesse Ruiz at Personal Funeral Planning in Ontario will treat you and your loved one with the respect you deserve. Jesse served in the Marine Corps in Desert Storm and understands what it takes to provide loyal, personalized, and empathetic service to those who need it most. The families of Michael Jackson, Brittany Murphy, Ed McMahon, and many others have trusted Jesse to provide them with the highest level of service and support. To work with Jesse, call 909-762-4027, 909-762-4027, or visit their website, www.4pfp.org. www.4pfp, as in personalfuneralplanning.org. Jesse Ruiz and Personal Funeral Planning, veteran-owned and operated, helping you plan a personal, lasting tribute for your loved one. www.4pfp.org. Make a stop at the KC Country Junction. Go to this place they call Country Junction. Country legends, all-time classics, and recent favorites all meet at kccountryjunction.com. Make your day a little bit country at kccountryjunction.com and overnight starting at 1 a.m. on KCAA 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, and 10.50 a.m. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and kccountryjunction.com. And welcome back. You're tuned to KCA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, or you can listen from anywhere in the world at kcaaradio.com. This is Viewpoint with Father John. I am your host, Father John Reed. And I just, I'm laughing because I realize why the screen's so blurry. I'm not wearing my glasses at the moment. I took them off to read the next poem I want to read to you. So, yes, yes. Welcome to Amnesia Lane. You know, we, we those who are, uh, I, Offer to be the next Dr. Demento, and they said, no, no, you have dementia. <laughs> That's the type of demented you are. Yeah, this is from that same book I was telling you about, Love Poems from God, 12 Sacred Voices uh, from the East and the West. And this is called He Told Me a Joke. <clears throat> Excuse me. My Lord told me a joke, and seeing him laugh has done more for me than any scripture I will ever read. Let me read that to you again. My Lord told me a joke, and seeing him laugh has done more for me than any scripture I will ever read. Isn't that beautiful? What a great, great picture of God. That God being humorous and enjoying watching us laugh and putting God's arm around us when we cry. Part of the whole story of, of the... Uh, Death and resurrection of Jesus, the crucifixion, death, and resurrection of Jesus, is to let us know that God knows our pain. That God shares in our pain. You know, you've heard me say it a lot of times that we refer to God as all-powerful and almighty, but we forget, forget to refer to him as all-vulnerable and all-loving. Loves us so much that God's willing to experience our pain. God doesn't have to, but God chooses to. And the idea of God telling us a joke, I, I could just see the the joy in, in God's eyes and in watching God's creation, enjoying the life that um, that He's created for us. I think it was Dante who said that. Um, that God is a comedian playing to an audience that's afraid to laugh. You know, and that's really tragic when you think about it. Let me give you a little background, too. In Hebrew, the word for God, because they don't say the actual word God, because that would be to limit God, and God is beyond our limitations. But the term for God is... Um, 
Yahweh and has no vowels in it. It's just consonants. That's how the Hebrew word is, Hebrew language is. And those who are educated know where to put what would be a vowel in there. But Yahweh, when said right, is like this. You have to relax the tongue for it. What does that mean? It's the very sound of breathing. That's really what it is. It's the very breath. So from the moment, from the second you are born, and you take your first breath, you're speaking the name of God. And when you take your last breath and leaving, you're saying the name of God. You know, that's a beautiful meditation. And there are sometimes I do that when I do my sitting, is I just practice the Yahweh. And I realize the presence, that's part of that relationship, the presence of God right where I am. And it brings me a great sense of gratitude, a great sense of connectedness. Because I realize that I'm ingesting this very thing I'm seeking. You cannot take a breath of air and not inhale God. God is the very air you inhale. And you cannot exhale without having God go through your lips. In other words, God has gone out of God's way, whatever your name for God is, to have a tremendous and intimate relationship with us. Intimacy never includes or involves abuse. Now, I want to say that for a number of reasons. One, some people, that's the only thing they've had to associate with love is abuse, depending on how they were raised or in a marriage where they're in, in an abusive relationship. And the church has really failed in this when the church says, well, just it's never God's will to get a divorce. I disagree with that heavily. You can disagree with me, but no, I'm right. <laughs> uh, because it's never God's will that we should be in an abusive relationship. And one night I'll do a whole show on why divorce is a big deal. Uh, it's not for the reasons that sometimes are taught in church. It's something much, much deeper, and uh, which I'm not going to really go into here. But it's never... God's will for you to be abused. That's not how God is. And it's really a, a terrible way of looking at God. And I understand people looking at God that way. I do. I'm not putting you down for it. I'm just saying it's not a healthy view of God. Because God's never about abuse. But if abuse is all you've known as love, well, that, that would explain why you think that God is out to get you. You're not bad for that. You're not stupid for that. That's based on your experience of the people who are supposed to love you. And when they didn't, and they abused you instead, you know, that makes it hard to feel close to God as well. Which is one more thing we have to go to God with for healing as well. Now when I say go to God for healing with that as well, that can also involve a good therapist. It's not an either-or thing. It's not a God or therapist. It's an and Use them both. Look, I grew up with a lot of abuse. I'm not ashamed to, to say it or talk about it. And for my relationship with God, I had to do some deep uh, psychological work, some therapists, and they were very helpful to me. I'm very grateful for them. What were their religious background? I don't know. It's not my business. <laughs> I was there because my back end was falling off. And I was in a deep depression, and it was interfering with my relationship with God because I was too busy having an arrangement with God because all I knew was the experience of doing everything I can to be good and having the rug pulled out from under me because that's what I grew up with, you know, uh, this type of thing. You know, be told all week, we're going to go to Disneyland. I'd get really excited, and then Saturday morning would come, and I'd be told, you really think you deserve to go to Disneyland? Look how dirty your room is. Now get in there and clean it because we're not going to Disneyland. Get that room clean. And when that's your experience over and over again, which are, where, uh, the parents are supposed to love you, 
well, how do you not think that with God? And so I reached a point, and I share this for anyone else who's gone through this, where I was afraid to hope for anything because I knew the moment I started to hope for it, the rug would get pulled out from under me, and I'd be disappointed again. In fact, when things would start getting good, I'd start getting a, a stomachache, anxiety. Uh, in fact, as a teenager, I had a pre-ulcerous condition from it. Well, through a lot of therapy and also some loving priests who were very helpful to me uh, and some other people who weren't even religious but very spiritual, they helped me have a different experience and realize, no, that, that wasn't God doing that to me, and that's not how God works. But see, all I knew was about arrangement. I didn't know about relationship. And so in my idea of trying to be good so that I wouldn't get hit with a cosmic hammer, well, I, I grew up with a lot of anxiety. That's all I can say. And for a long time, I had a lot of anger in me and couldn't even see it because I was trying so hard to be good because if I was good, then God has to love me. That's, isn't that what the Bible says? It's not what the Bible says. But, you know, when you're looking hard for love, you, you see that written everywhere. We don't realize that you're the one writing that into it. And that's okay. We can't see until we can see. You're not bad and you're not stupid for it. Like I said, I did that for a long, long time. And that's why I think good therapists are a gift from God. You know, and if you have clergy that tell you that if you go into therapy, you don't have enough faith in God, you need to get a different clergy. I'll tell you that right now. Because they're not doing God's will. And you can write me all the letters you want about that. I stand firm on that. You know. A healthy spiritual director is not afraid of a good therapist and is not in competition with a good therapist. Now, I, I have backgrounds in both. My, my degrees are in both psychology and theology, and I am a, a spiritual director and I am a counselor. I do both. So I'm able to combine both of them. I'm not telling you that because I'm looking for clients. I'm not. I'm telling you that because they're not in competition with each other. And they, the physician and metaphysician should work hand in hand, not opposed to each other. There should be a relationship there. Again, if you're being told if you do this, you're, you're not in God. Well, again, that's an arrangement. That's not a relationship. A relationship helps everyone involved get better. Now, how can God get better? Well, our experience with God, that gets better. And it changes. It doesn't just turn to one thing and that's it. My relationship with God changes and changes and changes and changes. And then I take a few steps backwards. And then it changes some more again. Not out of punishment. Uh, I believe it, it's Ken Wilbert says we transcend and include. So I transcend where I was going to the new place. But I include what I, include what I learned at the old place. It's all important. You can't go to high school without going to grammar school first. And all of life is a learning. We learn to crawl, then we learn to walk, then we learn to speak, then we learn to run, then we learn all the different elements. And they're all necessary. And God knows this. So because you're at one stage when you think you should be another, it's not God that's mad at you. It's not God that's mad at you. God loves you right where you are. And God loves you wherever you will be at the next step. And God loves you when you're at the step before you got to where you are now. God's love is an absolute. You can't earn it. And I think that's one of the reasons we have trouble with it in America, because we're taught you have to earn everything. <laughs> you know, and that's not true. It's just not true. Uh, you can't earn love, and you can't earn grace. What does grace mean? Unearned gift. Undeserved gift. You know, and, uh, you know, and we participate in that grace. You know, I, I think we get so single-minded in, in America that um, we don't realize that there's more than one answer to each situation and more than one answer to each, each question. There's multiple answers, multiple ways of seeing things. And in a relationship, 
that's possible. In a relationship, you can laugh, you can cry, you can question, you can get mad, you can have doubts, and then you can re-examine. And you can do that. Why? Because you know you're loved no matter what. That's what I've been trying to get to this whole hour, is you're loved no matter what. No matter what you're do- you've done, you know, that's why the story of the prodigal son is, is so important. Because even when the one son messed everything up, uh, the father never stopped loving him, couldn't wait to have him back. And when the other son, who thought he was so good, wouldn't come into the party, God went out to meet him too, because God loved him through the whole thing. And God loves you. And God loves me. And God is constantly reaching out for relationship with us, not arrangement. And God is just as much interested in our discovering God as we are. And it's exciting for God as well. And if you don't get it right, you're not punished for that. It's just, you know, we just, you know, there's no social graduation in life. We just keep getting the lesson over and over again, not out of punishment, but because we want to have that lesson so we can have a greater relationship with God. Now, I know it's been a lot to swallow tonight. And I'm going to go back to the poem I started off with tonight. And um, if I can find it again. Hi, I took my marker out. Wasn't that smart? Oh, no, there it is. And so as we go into our last couple minutes of here, I just want to reshare this with you. I'm going to read it twice. Actually, I'm going to read it three times because I want it to really sink in with you. And it's called Hay. The grass beneath the tree is content and silent. A squirrel holds an acorn in its praying hands, offering thanks, it looks like. The nut tastes sweet. I bet the prayer spiced it up somehow. The broken shells fall on the grass, and the grass looks up and says, Hey! And the squirrel looks down and says, Hey! I've been saying hey lately, too, to God. Formalities just weren't working. I'm going to give that to you again. Close your eyes while I do this. Just listen to the soft words. The grass beneath the tree is content and silent. A squirrel holds an acorn in its praying hands, offering thanks, it looks like. The nut tastes sweet. I bet the prayer spiced it up somehow. The broken shells fall on the grass. And the grass looks up and says, Hey. And the squirrel looks down and says, Hey. I've been saying hey lately too to God. Formalities just weren't working. Why don't you just hear that silently in your mind again? I'm not going to read it this time. I know I said it two, three times, but I said two is probably good. Are you saying hey? Are you listening to the hey? Well, I hope you go from formalities to relationship. I hope that tonight you heard something you could take with you in your relationship with God wherever you are. And remember, wherever you are, God is. I thank you for tuning in again this week to Viewpoint with Father John. If no one has told you this week that they love you, let me be the first. But more importantly, I want you to know that I really do care about what's going on in your life, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this. I I know that this program gets listened to all around the world because I get your notes on Facebook and Instagram, and I thank you for sending me those notes. I thank you for those of you who subscribe on on, uh, YouTube, and also... Those of you who support the program at viewpointwithfatherjohn.com. We'll be with you next week. Stay well and stay loved. KCAA Loma Linda. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.